0: Kia ora, and welcome to the Kaka. This is my daily podcast uh, brought to you along with an email, uh, email newsletter which I produce via Substack. Today I wanted to have a look at the Commerce Commission's final report into uh, the supermarket sector. You might recall that uh, a few years ago the government uh, promised to Uh, do three market studies, Um, firstly one on the fuel retailing sector, which was completed and there were various regulatory tweaks done last year, Uh, then a a supermarket study, which was done mostly last year, and uh, we had a first draft report in July, and now we've got a final report, and then a third one, which is coming up later this year, which is one on the building materials sector. This, of course, comes out of a long history of complaints, particularly by suppliers, about bullying and um, rough practices involving the supermarket's duopoly, which is made up of foodstuffs, which actually isn't one entity. It's two cooperatives, two buying cooperatives, services cooperatives, which um, buy on behalf of and provide services for uh, individual owners of uh, foodstuffs stores which include Pack and Save and uh, um, uh, New World and Foursquare and then on the other side you have the uh, Woolworths NZ um, arm of the duopoly which is the of course the, um, the New Zealand unit of Woolworths the listed Australian corporate company. And back in July, the Commerce Commission's draft report suggested that one way to deal with what it saw as an uncompetitive market was to potentially break up this duopoly using a telecom style model where each of the two companies would be broken into retail arms and wholesale arms, in theory with different ownership structures, and that This would allow, uh, with a different wholesale, um, the potential for that wholesaler to sell to new entrants coming into the market to provide some extra competition. Uh, Also, there was a suggestion that the government uh, could get involved to create some sort of Kiwi Bank style competitor, uh, a third player in the market, to uh, keep the other two honest. The draft report um, found that the supermarket sector here was producing a lot more profits for the owners of these stores uh, than you'd see in typical supermarkets uh, overseas. And uh, and also it found evidence that there wasn't enough um, improvements in uh, customer service or innovation and that essentially there was a problem here. So uh, there was a bunch of submissions by everyone in Sundry, uh, some conferences, and essentially everyone had a crack at uh, the draft report to test the assumptions and do the pros and cons of the various uh, options put forward uh, by the Commerce Commission in its draft report. Well, now we have the final report back. It's 606 pages. It's a doozy. And uh, it's one of the reasons the... uh, um, The podcast is a little bit later today. The Commerce Commission has found that the supermarket sector is not as competitive as it should be, that it's uh, not providing the uh, most efficient and um, competitive pricing for consumers. It documented uh, what it saw as the profitability of the uh, two foodstuffs, uh, uh, cooperatives and Woolworths at anywhere between 125 and 13% and that this was uh, two and a half times more than the profitability of what a normal supermarket group in New Zealand should attain. Uh, that suggests therefore that the supermarkets are um, making super profits. Uh, the word gouge is not to be found. In the um, final report uh, or at least in the most prominent parts of it and the Commerce Commission has essentially decided not to go down the more radical track of trying to carve up these uh, uh, chains or recommending the government gets involved with a Kiwi supermarket type option instead the Commerce Commission has said that uh, it would like to see um, Another competitor or competitors come along, but that uh, the way to do this was to encourage uh, one or both of the big chains to start selling uh, goods in a wholesale way to potential competitors uh, in a transparent way. That there should be a um, grocery industry regulator, an independent regulator, which sets a um, mandatory code of conduct for suppliers between those various suppliers who work with either foodstuffs or Woolworths and that uh, Fair Trading Act uh, rules be toughened up for business-to-business deals to avoid the sorts of um, bullying and uh, rough rough treatment that um, some suppliers say they get at the moment, which means that, in particular. At the moment, uh, the Commerce Commission documented uh, a whole bunch of suppliers who effectively had to take on the risk uh, and a lot of the costs of uh, supplying and promoting uh, their products into the supermarkets. There was also concerns about the transparency and the comparability of discounts and um, sizes of products in supermarkets, essentially confusion marketing, which made it really difficult for consumers to understand what they were getting was actually a bargain or uh, and also how it compared with others. So the uh, Commerce Commission has said that um, this independent regulator would uh, keep an eye on these various um, deals and police the, uh, the, um, uh, the mandatory um, code of conduct watch uh, the profitability levels the promotional uh, methods and the uh, practices particularly in selling wholesale Secondly, uh, the Commission makes some interesting points about how the two big firms, the duopoly, uh, manages to stop competitors from setting up supermarkets in the juiciest parts of town. Obviously, when you're trying to provide a one-stop shop, you want to have your supermarket in a place where people can easily drive to it, usually. Uh, Space for a car park, space for trucks to come in and out, but also close to where most people live. And often that means you have to find a piece of land which is appropriate and properly serviced. And uh, obviously a lot of people try to put supermarkets in along with other retail establishments so that um, there's a full shopping centre. Now it turns out, after investigation, that the Commerce Commission has found that there are 190 deals for 190 sites whereby the supermarket um, duopoly have agreed with the landowner and or the uh, shopping centre owner covenants on those land titles, which stop them from offering that land to a competitor. So it might be the other duopoly, or it might be a new player coming into the market. Secondly, um, it found that uh, some of the clauses in the shopping centre leases held by the duopolies, also uh, ensured exclusivity. So if you were to say, uh, I'm only going to sign up to be in the shopping centre if you ensure you don't allow another supermarket in. And uh, the Commerce Commission has recommended that these clauses and covenants be prohibited. Uh, It also would like to see the planning regulations, and it's it's essentially referring here to the Resource Management Act, To make it easier for new entrants to find land. What I found interesting about all of this in reading the 606 pages is just how similar the um, end result, the practices, the defences, the prevarications, the deliberate obfuscations are between our housing market and our supermarkets market these are two of the essentials of life food and shelter and the structures of our market and the layers of super profit put into prices and costs for these two essentials of life are remarkable in that you have um, accidents of history the resource management act plays a key role here a hands-off approach to regulation, which assumes that the private sector will always uh, run a market more efficiently, and uh, that uh, what appears to be competition is enough competition to keep everyone honest, uh, and that uh, when there is obviously a problem, the main players in the market um, spend a lot of time deflecting, denying, and uh, um, Uh, diverting uh, people away from the problem um, saying that it's a problem that is the responsibility of others or of bigger forces and we all know the excuses that um, we've seen from various players i.e this is just higher food prices internationally nothing to do with us or it's because of um, issues with uh, labor relations laws or sometimes the resource management act but no acknowledgement that there is an issue, and that the use of exclusive supplier arrangements, um, exclusivity, in shopping centre leases, uh, covenants on um, land available for these sorts of things, and the you know pretty aggressive protection of um, patches that um, dominant market players have been doing, is you know part of the course. Uh, it's interesting that you're seeing the likes now of Joe Biden, the U.S. President, um, in a various uh, various uh, regulatory moves and uh, attempts to push back at some of the market, at the dominant players in some markets, including technology, uh, pharmaceuticals, airlines, meatpacking, um, where these markets have become dominated by one or two or three players. And that um, they have seen significant increases in prices, which are faster than costs, an inflation of profit margins, and in effect, um, a, a, a reduction in uh, real wages through an expansion of profit margins by large corporates. So, Joe Biden is pushing back on this. He says he's a capitalist, but that capitalism without competition is exploitation and he's right and it's interesting to see the um, efforts of the commerce commission to look at this ultimately the commerce commission decided not to go ahead with some sort of breakup scheme and saying as i suggested back in july last year that trying to unravel the various supply arrangements between what appear to be you know two simple companies um, and a bunch of suppliers is nothing like trying to break up telecom, you've got thousands of suppliers, hundreds of sites, many, many different owners, many, many different lease arrangements, um, all sorts of terms and conditions and closely interwoven relationships between suppliers and buyers, Uh, it would just be too hard to try and um, break this up and also it says that it hopes that its various little tweaks and interactions here and there will um, allow some other competitors to come into the market. The Commerce Commission is recommending that uh, that the one or other of the uh, big chains agree voluntarily to start supplying uh, wholesale products to potential uh, competitors And it will also look to allow suppliers to gang up, if you like, get together with each other to negotiate jointly with the big chains to try and um, reduce the power imbalance that's currently there. Now, in reaction, uh, David Clark, the Commerce Minister, has said um, he's looking to um, actively and quickly uh, implement the recommendations of the Commission and remained open to the uh, uh, pulling out the big bazookas, which have been um, put back in their box today, if we, there wasn't an improvement from the supermarket chains. The Food and Grocery Council, which represent the suppliers, has come out and said that this represents a victory for the suppliers, and uh, that it's hopeful a mandatory code of conduct will help improve matters. Um, some of the competitors um, there's this new online uh, supplier membership group called Supi which um, doesn't think that it will actually improve things anytime soon and neither does the the Consumer NZ the consumer uh, um, uh, rights and uh, monitoring organization doesn't think that it will change things too quickly having seen a gazillion um, official inquiries into house prices and um, the many, many uh, uh, ways in which real action is blocked and uh, uh, excuses are put forward and action is delayed or denied. Um, this all seems very familiar. However, in this case, I I agree with the um, Commerce Commission that it would have been too difficult to try to carve up um, these two chains uh, into wholesale and retail arms, and that it would have been difficult and very expensive for the government to try and create a sort of a um, parallel third group. Um, Unlike the creation of Kiwi Bank, uh, which uh, was able to transplant itself into the Uh, post office chain of stores and create a bank uh, in a a simpler way building a supermarket chain from scratch is just too hard and it would have been too difficult for the government to do the creation of the independent regulator um, policing the uh, mandatory code of conduct and also the various agreements and practices of the supermarket chains is good and um, may um, be enough of a threat for the supermarket chains to try to be better at this uh, we'll see usually um, power wins out over community spirit and uh, in the past we've seen again and again how um, Monopolies, duopolies, um, interests where cheap money is able to be made at the expense of the public um, are reluctant to do things voluntarily, which mean that they would be poorer. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I think it's um, it's good that, that we've spent a year uh, focusing on this and uh, essentially calling out the piss And uh, I suspect that there is an element of sober uh, reflection on the part of the two chains. I think perhaps more at the head office end than at the coalface end, particularly for foodstuffs, which has been um, where the power really lies with the big supermarket owners rather than the head office. And uh, uh, it will be interesting to see um, what actions happen and whether the same old practices start coming through. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was a podcast for the Kaka uh, on March the 8th uh, here uh, from Wellington on the 606-page report, which I'm going to dive back into now for fun. Kakite anō.